the team that did get it done last night were the Dodgers, Sam, and it could not have gotten off to a better start. Um, first and foremost, uh, in the top or the bottom of the first inning, uh, Trey Turner uh, is able to get everybody loose with this home run. Clevenger delivers. Freeman on deck. He will watch Trey Turner round the bases. The home run. Trey Turner, 21 home runs during the regular season. Second batter of the game, and the Dodgers take a one to nothing lead. 419 feet worth of home run for Trey Turner. And 419 feet. I mean, I look at Trey Turner, and, and it's not a it's not a, an insult or anything like that, but I look at Trey Turner the way that you talk about Justin Thomas as a golfer, where, the, I mean, to imagine a guy like Trey Turner hitting it 420 feet into the upper, upper deck is just not is the, not what you expect in that spot. Effortlessly, too. Oh, I mean, yeah. it, it's the epitome of a, uh, a good baseball swing when it comes to leverage and timing. Uh, everything was in place on that home run, okay? And, of course, uh, he's playing for a contract, too. That man going to get paid. He is going to get paid. Uh, that There's no two ways about that. Um, and off to a great start in the postseason with the home run last night and just doing all kinds of things when he gets on the bases. All right, staying in the bottom of the first. So, uh, Dodgers get that one nothing lead, uh, but you know they knew they were going to have to try to add on as much as they could, and that showed at the end of the game. Uh, but they continued in the bottom of the first with Max Muncy in an RBI single. Now Clevenger to Muncy to three one ground ball left side base hit, rounding third coming home to score is Will Smith. Max Muncy goes the other way, hits against the ship. Smith comes in to score, and the Dodgers take a two nothing lead. Yeah, they would call that a good piece of hitting. And as he mentioned, Charlie Steiner mentioned, um, base hit left side. Okay, Max Muncy is known as a dead pull hitter, and that's why they shift to to right the the right side. And uh, man, he just kind of you know gave himself uh, the opportunity to go up the, you know uh, to to the left side and hit it to where the shortstop would normally be, and it, nobody had a chance, and they're uh, able to do that and get that lead uh, to two zero. And then um, in the bottom of the third, Will Smith, and don't look now, Will Smith is batting in the cleanup spot for the Dodgers, and that's for a reason. And he can find gaps, and he can also uh, find the fence every once in a while. Uh, last night he found the gap. Clevenger is set. And at long last, the pitch. There's a shot into left center field. Long run for Profar. And he can't get it. It's off the base of the wall. Turner comes in to score easily. Will Smith with a double. His second of the game. And the Dodgers have a 3-0 lead. And uh, there you go. Uh, Arias was really, really strong um, last night. You know, the the way he got through the first uh Five innings, I believe. I mean, the Padres did make it interesting. It was five five zero Dodgers, and then uh, it was kind of a, a thing that the the uh, the Dodgers had to sweat a little bit there um, because that's the way it is in baseball. Getting those final three outs, those final six outs, uh, very very difficult. In the top of the six, though, uh, Evan Phillips um, was able to get a double play, an inning ending double play on just a a big big pitch count that inning uh, for a middle reliever. Uh, here's the double play that got the Dodgers out of a jam. Now for Phillips, this is already his 26th pitch. The 1-2. Hard shot. Backhanded stab by Lux. Throws the second out of second on the first. Double play! What a play by Lux! Who throws to Turner. 
who fires a seed to first. Myers out by a step and the inning is over. A spectacular play turned in by Lux and Turner and then to the receiving end, Freeman. Wow. Yeah, it's Gavin Lux at second base and that that's the play of the game right there because the Padres, like you said, they get the three runs, but even around that, Julio Urias he gets the big strikeout on Manny Machado, but the Padres still still feeling good about themselves. Like that's going to be the story around the whole series. It's the whole Dodgers Padres element, and they think they have some forward momentum. And they're you know they got Evan Phillips working. He's throwing over twenty pitches in the inning. Like okay, if we're going to do it, this is our chance to do it. Get him into the double play, and the Dodgers didn't do anything after that either. But they hang on to win. They did. Okay, so I mentioned Evan Phillips. He's a, a long list of of guys that the Dodgers are using out of the bullpen that are not necessarily household names. It's been the story of the season, and it goes to show that the confidence is with these guys and not in in Craig Kimbrell. I thought it was pretty interesting. Craig Kimbrell's name comes up on the telecast on the pregame show, and they're talking about you know a guy that has all the playoff experience but gets left off the playoff roster. It's hard. That that was the conversation we were having when we were projecting what the roster was going to be. If you're putting Craig Kimbrell on. That means you're taking somebody off, and you can't justify taking any of these guys off the playoff roster if you're going to put Kimbrel in there. Well, any of these guys, I mean, the, these are all uh, guys that, you know, nobody, that were not like first rounders and top prospects in anybody's uh, list. Right. Okay. So, Evan, so we'll go through it. So, Evan Phillips, 17th round pick by the Braves in 2015 out of college, out of UNC Wilmington. Alex Vesia, 17th round by the Marlins in 2018, playing Division II college ball. Of course, my boy Bruce Dargraderol only gets one out. I thought they might let him close the ninth, but Chris Martin certainly deservedly so. But Bruce Dargraderol, he's been on the injured list a couple of times this year, coming over as part of the Mookie Betts trade. And then Chris Martin, maybe the acquisition of the trade deadline around the entire Major League Baseball, 21st round by the Rockies in 05. Just been unbelievable all year. This group this group reminds me so much of of that Royal 789 that they had the year uh, for Kansas City the year that they won the World Series because it was, it was the same thing it was guys that you know people outside of Kansas City didn't know too much about but it was one of those things when you get to the 7th inning and you're playing Kansas City you're playing those guys you might as well just pack it in and that's what this group for the Dodgers has done the entire season. Well, sometimes people step away from you know the uh, the end of baseball season, especially if you're say keeping an eye on the Dodgers and you know they got a twenty game lead or whatever, and they're going to hear you say uh, the guy that came in and closed the game was Chris Martin, and they're going to think, well, did Craig Kimbrell get hurt? You just mentioned uh, Craig Kimbrell has been so ineffective that. There was talk. They they do have him on the roster, or did they leave him? No, he is not on the NLDS is, roster. He is not. Okay, okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, so, I mean, who would have thought that? And look at how much money that they dumped into him to not have him on the roster when they have all these 17th and 21st round picks that are on the roster, Sam. It's what we always have to remember about the Dodgers. We did a little bit of this the year that they played the Rays in the World Series where the whole story around that game, all anybody wanted to talk about was, you know, the big bad Mr. Moneybags Dodgers against the Tampa Bay Rays and you know you got this guy that has that makes more than the Dodgers payroll and this guy and this guy, but we we talked about it at the time. How much of this team is either homegrown talent or just scouts that went out and found these guys and are having them, or, and they're producing the way that they are this year. Because remember, 
even as even as the Dodgers are winning 100 games a year, they're winning division titles for a lot of that, they still had the number one farm system in baseball, and clearly the scouting department uh, is not getting paid enough either. No, I think it's a combination of, of great scouting, but also the development they must be getting in the minor leagues. I mean, I'm not even talking about just Oklahoma City for AAA. I mean, uh, they, and then they're also having an eye for to be able to pick up guys along the way too a lot of homegrown guys but obviously these guys were were drafted by other players in some cases and or by other teams yeah, um, and Chris Martin comes over they get him from the Cubs at the trade deadline and might have your closer and, and well and the reason he's in there as opposed to Gratterall is that sometimes Gratterall will throw six straight balls uh, like they might be all all over 100 miles an hour Chris You're Martin you know, normally you don't think of a guy that is this. He's six eight, right? Yeah, he's a he's a string bean. He, he, he's like six eight. That um, is that accurate. Normally, you know, I think of other tall pitchers like just for example Randy Johnson, and you know he was in a whole different hemisphere. But you know they they're not known typically as control guys. Right, Randy Johnson was the outlier because when you're that tall, you have to you know your arm angle has to be so different to you know to get the ball in there, but. Chris Martin does it. I mean, nobody's going to, you know, we're not making that comparison to the big unit, but Chris Martin's been, he's been unbelievable, no doubt. All right. Well, um, you know, the the Dodgers uh, got production from different people up and down uh, the lineup. One that they didn't get any production out of was Freddie Freeman. Um, you thought he might have been pressing. I just think it's baseball where you can go 0 for 4 or whatever or 0 for 5 and the next day go 3 for 5 or something like that, especially a guy as good as Freeman. Um, so, um, you know, and, and he he's very experienced when it comes to postseason play and he's just coming off a World Series. Right, which is why it was so surprising and I don't have the slightest doubt that he'll, he'll get it, you know, probably a couple hits tonight. Maybe he'll have his own home run like like Trey Turner, but just the plate approach was surprising because what that trait that, that Trey Turner home run with how loud it gets in that stadium, they had Clevenger, they, they were in his head. Uh, Clevenger looks so uncomfortable the rest of the outing. <laughs> I but, don't know. I I agree with you as well. I but I, I, I the way he kind of <laughs> carries himself, I wonder if he's always like that. Fidgety. I mean, it might very well be. I mean, I mean I, as I, soon I mean, as he gets pulled, I mean, his head's into his tablet and he's like trying to pull up replays of. I mean, the guy is almost what that's like. <laughs> it reminds you after the show or before the show. But, By the way, but Freddie Freeman though, just I mean, a, a couple of first pitch swinging. He just he, it looked like he was just overly aggressive.